Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity in Denver. Oh my goodness. So I've had a big day already, Dimity. I have. I know. You and your like freaking like 19 mile runs on Wednesdays. (laughs) Like what the heck are you doing, Sarah? (laughs) Every like Mother Runner who has small children or a job that she has to be at, like a desk, is like silently cursing you right now. I'm just saying. Oh, I know. I have a a very understanding coworker though. So, you know, she. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. Somebody did an Ironman last year. And so maybe she had an understanding coworker. So. Yeah. uh, yeah, but I had my long workouts in the week because I'm just curious as to why you have them on Wednesdays. I mean, that just feels very random to me. Um, oh, I love desperately random, Doctor Lecter. Um, sorry, a little silence of the lambs quote there. Um, the well, because um, I mean, Bree, our our coach has. Uh, has a, a reason, I'm sure, but uh, like, well, she had me do a uh, two workouts last Saturday, so there were two big workouts. I don't know. Um, Molly, my running partner, gets Wednesdays off, so that might be part of it. But I also think she wants um, Bree is more on having me more on like a ten day cycle sometimes. So I think mm-hmm. it, it was ten days, and now it's a week, and I don't know. So, but I know that next Wednesday I don't have one. I. I said, hey, school starts Tuesday and I drive carpool for the first time Wednesday, so I can't be running that day. So uh, I know next week my long run falls on the weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Yes. But uh, it means that I'm really amped up on endorphins. (laughs) One of us is and one of us isn't. You you say who. Actually, it's funny. I ran this morning. It was, it was really funny. I, um, so we're going to talk about fall training and kind of how our fall training is so different this, Mm -hmm. this for, for both of us Mm -hmm. on this podcast. And, um, I am, you know, I'm motivating more or less, but I just, I'm, yeah, I just like a break after a race. So, I mean, I did Pikes Peak two weeks ago, and that's just kind of always been my pattern. Like, I definitely remember I took almost a month off after the New York City Marathon, and that was mm-hmm. back in 97. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just need to – but the, the problem with me is that running really helps me start my day in the right place. And so – or sweating. It doesn't necessarily have to be a run. It just has to be movement of mm-hmm. some kind, mm-hmm. uh, either a swim or a bike. And you have to do, uh-huh, 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 Sarah, hepped up, Sarah. It's okay. <laughs> I'm try- I'll be trying. Uh-huh, I'm uh-huh, silent. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, so anyway, so I didn't get up yesterday. I was supposed to go meet my friends yesterday on Tuesday. And I hit off when I meant to hit snooze. Oh, um, oh my so goodness. So I, did I didn't meet them. And then this morning, I was like, okay, I've got to go because I didn't do anything on Monday. So nothing on Monday, nothing on Tuesday. Today is Wednesday. And um, I'm like, I, I must go run. So I was, I, I picked out um, a route that's really hilly, but I like it a lot. I like the variation. And um, and as I'm running across this um, highway overpass to get over there, a woman that I know um, named Melanie, actually, you know Melanie too. She was um, the host of our Denver party. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
she was running um, towards me and it was dark and I know that she carries kind of a small flashlight um, when she runs. That's her uh, illumination. So I knew it was her. (laughs) Nice nice that you're you're like, hey, I recognize that small flashlight. That's Melanie. (laughs) Exactly. So um, so anyway, so she was like, uh, she's like, how far are you going? And I was like, oh, I think about six, but it's hilly. She's like, oh, can I join you? And I'm like, absolutely. So um, so it turns out Melanie is training for the New York City Marathon and running really well. I mean, I was like, what? You know, after I was like, I'm like it's hilly, so, you know, take your time. And I'm just, she's just charging. And I'm like, <laughs> is it, I was just be fast hiking. I did a fast hike. I, I'm like, speak, I'm not, the, you know, I'm not tempo running up these hills. And uh, so anyway, so we finally got to a stop. I'm like, what, what are your long runs at? You know, I'm just curious. You're running really well. And she's like, oh, you know, nine, nine, 15. I'm like, holy cow. (laughs) Wow. So she's going to have a great race. I'm really excited for her. She's from North New Jersey and, um, and has just been running really well. So, um, she's going to have a lot of friends on the course. So anyway, so I went with her. So, um, so what happened to me is you're all hepped up. I was a little hepped up when I got home, but mostly I was like, wow, that was really (laughs) (laughs) a little impromptu friend run but also yes. when I was hoping to like you know climb the hills to the Avid brothers like nice and slow um so um so that leads me because it's been a long week around here I mean mm-hmm. that's one of the things that that's on our schedule we don't really have a a guest per se but we do have an event to talk about mm. which is a broken bone in mm. my family yes but but for once it's not your broken bone no, but it is my little birdie who does Aww. not fly far from my nest Aww, um yeah. little little not little um Amelia who is 11 um she we were over at my sister's house on Saturday night uh for a nice dinner and they have a trampoline and the kids were jumping on the trampoline just fine, just fine, happy, good seat drop wars, the like. And, um, and, and Amelia was getting off the tramp and she stepped on a chair, um, but not in the center of it. So it kind of tipped. And so it tipped hard and she landed really hard on her right arm, which is her dominant slash writing arm. Um, so it was a long night. I mean, I, I don't know if this is interesting to anybody else, but you know, it's kind of a good story. So oh, I, I, defi- I definitely want to hear it, but I also want you to um, point out that Amelia just started sixth grade, which granted she's at the same school, but does it, does it feel oh. like a transition? Like, oh, does she feel yeah. like she's in middle yeah. school? Mm. Well, it's been, yeah, it's been a rough, I mean, you know, yes, I, I kind of, um, uh, I minimized the transition because it is the same school. I'm like, oh, you get to wear a Hunter Green shirt now for your uniform and you got a locker, you know? And yeah. it turns out, you know, they switch, you know, their first period's different every day. They switch classes um, a lot more. They did that before in elementary school, but now it's a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and expectations are much higher. Sure. And, you know, and responsibility is much higher. So I didn't know how much that had kind of thrown her and there's no snacks, which, um, you know, she's oh. like me, like low blood sugar and like all bets are off. So, <laughs> Oh no, no. It was like, we can handle the locker. We can handle the change of glasses, but no snacks. <laughs> You're killing me. Which, I mean, come on. Who ha- I, I didn't have snacks. No one had oh, snacks. Well, and I gotta say, when I was in school, I gotta say that that's so funny though, because I, I had the exact opposite thing that when Phoebe started middle school last year, they do have snack. And I'm like, what the, why do you have snack? You're in middle school. Like, do you have nap time too? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, but I don't, I don't remember having snack.
morning snack when I was in elementary school oh, and no. definitely not in middle school. Yeah, no. Oh, no. But in this day and age of, you know, like we talked about in last week's podcast where you have, you know, a s- snack after a 30-minute game or something, it's like, yeah. it's almost, I don't know, sacrilege not to have a snack in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, so she just started, high, or just started middle school, sixth grade, and um, so... At first, we're driving her. So my sister lives out um, in a little town called Golden, and there's a, a great, um, actually, a children's hospital urgent oh. care out there. So that was close by. So I was like, great, we're going there. Um, I took her over there. We're on the way there, and Grant's like, she, it's not broken. Oh. I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, she's crying as we go over the bumps. It is broken. Oh. And she, um, and we get in there, and um, not only is it broken, both bones um, in her front forearm are broken, which I guess is pretty typical if, if you know, an orthopedist is oh. listening to this, they probably agree. But it was, um, they were like, oh, well, um, the, the, the doctor on call said, I just want to send it to the orthopedic department because it's kind of between, you know, just letting it go. And there's a word and I can't remember what the word is, but it's basically called like resetting the bone, you know, mm. so putting it back together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we wait and we wait and finally get the word back from orthopedics that yes, in fact, it is not even that line. It's not between not doing anything and resetting it. It's between resetting it and surgery. Oh. And I'm like, oh. and the surgery just is basically to put a rod in it to, so that mm. it straightens out, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it, it's all, you know, it's all not that big of a deal in the scheme of things, but it's just a lot to, to process at once when you're not expecting it, obviously. Sure. Um, so, so, so we're going to go the reset route, but in order to go the reset route, we have to go to this other um, children's hospital where they oh. can um, give her an IV and put her under while they reset it, thankfully. Oh, I know. I was, I was waiting for you to say that they did it just like right there. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. no. I've been watching yeah. Outlander. Like, I don't want to <laughs> see like bones being set without any anesthesia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, like long story short, I mean, it was actually a very efficient night for medical care. She broke it a little before six and we were home by about 1230. Um, oh, so still. That was... It was a long, and she's, I mean, she, you know, like she is such a troop. Everyone was like, wow, she is so strong. And they're all like, you don't have to be brave through the pain. Do you want more pain medication? She's like, no, I'm fine. But then she'd look over at me and her, and then she'd just start mm. crying. And I'm oh. just like, oh, it's, that's tough to watch. It's tough oh, to watch. Yeah. Oh, so, so now um, we're going, so the cast or the splint, you know, the kind of temporary splint is above her elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going actually in a cup in at the end of this podcast, I'm going to pick her up and going to get another x-ray and to fingers crossed that it's still set. And if it's still set, hopefully we can get a cast mm. and let the healing begin. So I have to ask, I was telling Molly about it this morning on the run. And um, uh-huh. so Molly granted is a pet doctor, but she, she knows, <laughs> she knows a little bit she about medical stuff. About yeah. bones. Because yeah. when I said, Oh, I said, she, you know, she got two breaks in her arms and she goes, Oh, is it the ulna and radius? And I'm like, um, I believe so. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. so, it's, that's your, those are the two bar, bones in your forearm. So yes, those are yeah. the two choices. Yeah. So she thought, but, but versus like one bone broken twice. Um, oh, sure, sure. and so, um, she was, she was like, well, kids heal really fast. And I bet she'll be in a cast, you know, that goes up to her shoulder for about two weeks and then they'll probably cut it down to the elbow and then she'll be able to write a little bit. And cause I was saying, oh, you know, t- missing schoolwork and, 
you know, just kind of lamenting that that's how her sixth grade or her junior high is going to be starting out. Starting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely going to be above the elbow. Well, the hard part is, and this will lead nicely into our training, but <laughs> so um, she's not, she wanted to play volleyball this fall. You know, that's the first mm-hmm. middle school sports that's, you know, it's the first time she can play sports for the school in middle school. Mm-hmm. So she was thinking volleyball, um, but there's so many girls that are interested in volleyball that only seventh and eighth graders can be on the team. Mm, yes. So then she got all excited about cross country after um, a mom a friend of mine and her daughter were telling us about it. And so she went to her first practice on Friday and just loved it. Loved it. Um, Of course it was fun day. So they ran, you know, probably less than a mile and then played ultimate Frisbee. But I think she really likes being, and she loves to be on a team and, Uh you know, and the fact that it's like co-ed and three different grades. I mean, it would have been, I mean, it's not the end of the world. Life will go on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the, all the tears since then, you know, since now that's now that the pain has kind of subsided is about how she's, sad she's not on cross country. Oh, but, but maybe, but is it a spring sport as well or no? No. Um, oh. I mean, she'll, she'll, and, and, you know, so I love the idea of it getting cut down and mm-hmm. maybe it can get cut down to the point where it's below her elbow and then she could run and maybe mm-hmm. she can even run with it above her elbow. I'm just worried about her falling, but oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, well, as I tell her, we're taking it minute by minute. And so this afternoon will be a big day figuring out what exactly she can do. I mean, it's just tough because, I mean, there's nothing, you know, I mean, coloring, playing cards. I mean, everything is so hard Mm -hmm. with your other hand. And so there's not a lot that she can do. I mean, you know, she, she likes crafts and stuff, but you know, she doesn't, she's not, you know, super like, Oh, okay. I'll just become ambidextrous. You know, she's just, she, she kind of resigns herself to like, Oh, all right. I'll just, you know, read some more. I was about to say a lot of, a lot of reading in in her future. Yeah. Yeah. TV and, and, and she's, I mean, they, you know, they assign them a buddy at Mm. school and then there's someone who writes for her when she needs it. And, you know, I've helped her with her math homework, um, which is actually probably a good thing. I mean, I've written for her. I'm not helping her, but, um, so, I mean, it's all, you know, like I said, it's it's just a mere speed bump in the road, but this first week, it feels like a lot to handle. Well, yeah, and also it's all the unknowns, the is there surgery, is there not, how much of a cast is there going to be, how long is yeah. the cast, so... Um, so it'd be nice to it'd be good to get some answers and I hope they're good ones this afternoon. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Me too. So, yes. So, so, um, we are, um, so talking about running. So well, I'm talking about some running. Well, so what's so funny is, is before we jumped on this podcast, I was thinking about how you just did 19 miles and how ridiculously far that feels to me right now. <laughs> and I remember when, when I was, um, training for Ironman and I ran 18 miles in Albany, I remember we were in a hotel room and you were like, I can't believe you ran 18 miles today, Dimity. And I'm like, of course I did. It was just on the schedule. I had to get it done, (laughs) you know? So you get in this groove of like what is possible and what is not. Oh, yeah. Um, And right now I need to get more in the – I need to run more. Grant – and then I'll stop talking after this because I realize I've talked this whole time. But it was funny this morning I got back from my run and Grant goes – so you're going to start training now? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Husband, I get it. I get it. I'm happier when I run. Like, but uh, you know, I mean, so I have got the Philadelphia marathon on the books, which hey, you do as well. Hey, so do I. That's amazing. <laughs> That's at the end of November. And then we have um, Ragnar on our books for nap in Napa um, mm-hmm. in mid September. But I mean, I think my legs add up to Less than thirteen months. Less than fourteen. No, I think, no, I think they're about thirteen. Wh- you are kidding me. Oh my gosh! No, and I was no. just telling the people here at Packet Team who record the podcast. I'm like, 
I'm like, oh, yeah, we're doing this Ragnar relay, and my legs add up to 26.8 miles, with my longest one being 11.4. And Alex, our producer, goes, that's like a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the one that's marathon training for fast. So, I mean, in between the two of us, it would be you. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. And then, then I mean, it's funny that you point out Philly and then you point out Ragnar and I'm like, oh yeah, Ragnar. Cause in my mind, I'm like Victoria marathon. That's the big, the big letter day on October 12th for me. So, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so how are you feeling about that? How did your run go today? Do you feel like you're um, making strides towards a Boston qualifier? time i do i do i think i negative split my my run today we um so molly and i started out i won't go over it mile by mile but um so 19 and our coach brie is very good at breaking down it into segments i wrote about it on our um website today about keeping runs in perspective and you know not not looking at the whole picture so i didn't set out thinking we're running 19 miles but um, so had to, you know, like a four mile warm up and then some little strides in there. And then mile, we were supposed to settle at a base pace of 930 to 945, which is um, slower than my marathon pace will be and God willing. And then miles 5, 12, wait, no, 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 um, 5, 8, 12 and 16, we were supposed to drop it down to 840 to 845. And then the final two miles, we were supposed to do quarter mile at 10k feel, quarter mile back at base pace, and then alternate quarter mile, quarter mile for the last two miles. So anyway, so uh, oh, and we we're supposed to be on rolling terrain because that'll be kind of like <laughs> what Victoria is like. And so we chose this route that I'm not sure we've ever gone before, but I've biked it. It's um to Portland listeners, they'll know I ran along the um, uh, I-205 bike path that goes alongside this highway. And um, so go out there and, you know, Molly and I, you know, we're matching stride for stride in the, when we're doing the base pace. But then when we pick it up to 10 K feel, she's just like, you go ahead, come back and get me. And so, um, I was nailing that and we get out there and we decide we'll turn around at nine and a half. And I thought all was going well. And just Molly just suddenly goes, I'm out. I can't, <laughs> you got to go on by yourself. I'm like, Whoa, like you haven't been complaining or anything. Where'd that come from? So I had already, I think, turned on my music by that point, you know, because I do the whole, you know, um, iPhone is bo- small boombox in my in my ultimate direction hydration belt, um, <laughs> oh, so, so so that anyone who goes by can hear us and uh, hear the music. And so then I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm like, you sure you know how to get back? She's like, yep, yep. So I'm as I get going and I feel pretty good. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try to negative split this. So, um, so, and then I did something I have never done before, Dimity, which is, um, it was quite warm out there, although my phone at the end said it was only 70 degrees and I'm like, oh, 70 degrees, my butt, it was really hot out there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I'm running and it's going past some, you know, stores or whatever. And I see a sign for a subway, you know, like sandwich store. And I'm like, I am going in there and I'm getting ice. I'm putting it in my hat. I'm putting it in my bra. So I did because, so you know, I did that at uh, the 2012 Boston Marathon and it worked real, really, really well. So I go in and I asked the guy, I said, can I get some ice? And he's like, yeah. And I, so I put my head sweats hat under there and I fill it with ice and I shove half of it down my bra and the other half kind of adjust in my hat. And I filled up my water bottle a couple times and chugged, chug lugged and off I went and it made such a difference. I can't even tell you. 
So wow. yeah. what time is Subway? Oh, I guess they have breakfast now, huh? Right. I was like, why is Subway open? I thought that they were open like ten thirty or eleven. Oh yeah, that's a good. You know, but it's so funny. It seemed so bright out there that it didn't even occur to me that it might not be open. And then as I was getting closer to home, then uh, when I only had the two miles left, there was a Seven Eleven. I'm like, that ice trick. It's all all the ice is gone. I'm gonna do it again. And I go in there and I filled up again with ice. And then the great thing is, is then as I was running, I was like, oh, I'm kind of thirsty. I'm like, I'm just gonna take an ice cube out of my bra and put it in my mouth. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, did it taste a little salty? It did taste a little salty, to be quite honest. But and then oh my goodness, I was just drenched when I got home. But um, yeah, and I did um, some flexibility drills, took an ice bath. So um, and I, I still need to look at the, my GPS data. But um, I'm I'm um, optimistic that I you know ran the second half faster than the first half. So, wow! Even with your two pit stops along the way. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking only running time. So I didn't. Oh, I didn't take, include. The, you turn those off. I do. I do. I pause oh, okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good. So, uh, yeah, and Molly ended up getting a little bit lost. So she, she called me and she's like, I got lost. I'm over at Grant Park. Can you come get me? I'm like, of course I can. So I got grabbed a brand new big thing of chocolate milk and a cup for her. And um, so went over and picked her up and gave her a nice glass of chocolate milk. So good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You had quite the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what else we could talk about. Yeah. No. So, I mean, so we are both running, though, a marathon on November 23rd, Philadelphia. And, you know, so you got to shift your mindset to, you know, you're going you're gonna to be, I, I hate to break it to you, but you're going to be running 26.2 miles. <laughs> I know. I know. Which, which, you know, yes, you did Ironman last year, but you haven't done a straight up marathon for seven years, my friend. I trust me. I that that number has flashed through my head. It's definitely flashed through my head. And um, so Kelly Pollock is my um, 26 strong cadet of what Saucony is calling them. She's my first time marathoner, and I actually just had a call with her this morning. Oh, nice. We're going to have her on. Um, she and Allison, your cadet, mm-hmm. on a podcast in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, next week. Well, next oh, week, yes. Mm-hmm. Next week, okay. Um, and so you know, I, I'm looking at her schedule, and <laughs> I think I better get on the ball. I mean, she's she is a very um, as as, as we'll learn next week, she's a very detail-oriented person and mm-hmm. very um, much follows training plans to a T. So she is oh, a I great, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a great um, cadet and very enthusiastic and diligent. Mm-hmm. Um, but she sent me this thing, and so she's going to do rock and roll um, Montreal oh, as part nice. of her training, which is great. And uh, and she's like, oh, I have an 18 mile or that day, and and so I'll run five, you know, after. I'm like, oh my gosh, do not run five after. Like I'm up, <laughs> like. Let's cut this baby down. We don't need to run that far. Uh-huh. Um, but but looking at her schedule, I mean, so she is a 17. So she is is not going to do that 18 miler because I think racing a 13.1, especially because she's gotten faster, oh, yeah. is going to really um, boost her confidence and be plenty of training. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I'd like to point out that both Allison and Kelly are following the um, finish it plan from Train Like a Mother. So, yes, they are. Yeah. They are. Um, I've adapted Kelly's a little bit just because oh. um, she likes to run – uh, I don't think she can run more than three days a week. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the pattern she likes. And I, 
I can respect that because I, that's kind of my pattern too. So I've um, been giving her a little bit more strength and she's been swimming quite a bit. Oh, good. So it's all good stuff. Um, but anyway, so she's got a, a 17. I'm like, you've got to do the 17. You've got to do the 19 and you've got to do the 20. Mm-hmm. In the back of my head, I'm thinking, I've got to do the 17. I've got to do the 19. I've got to do the 20. So, uh, Dim- awesome. Dimity, the hypocrite coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey, I'll get there. I want, so Grant, Grant was like, what did he said? When are you going to start training? I'm like, come on. I've been training. Like, I, you know, so, so, um, it's a little bit going around long way around, but, um, you know, so, so Brie, as we talk about sometimes, um, you know, so she's been my coach for a while and, uh, and I decided that in September, so she coached me up through Pike's peak mm-hmm. and then I decided I just, I need a break, um, mm-hmm. which is totally normal. And I, you know, I mean, if you are a coach plan or if you feel like you need a break from running, don't fight it if that's what you feel, because mm-hmm. then it's just going to get harder and harder to get, to motivate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I feel like I can guide myself through this marathon. I mean, I, I do the work. I'm not going to totally slack. Um, oh, oh yeah. I have, I have no doubt about that, but, yeah. but, but you have mentioned that you, that you have told me that, that your longest run is going to be 18 miles. Is that still your plan? Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to start. I mean, so today I actually, I lied at the beginning of the podcast, total liar. <laughs> I actually ran on Monday. I forgot. I, I dropped the kids off at school. I needed a, I needed a little bit of a release after the weekend and, yes. and having su- Sunday all day with Amelia, just kind of repositioning her pillows and, you know, <laughs> mainlining her Advil and stuff. I was like, okay, I need to reset. So I went, I, I did a since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love, for free because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a six- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com AMR. That's BarkBox.com AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email, or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely, hardcover, keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com AMR. About six miles on Monday, and I did six today, so that's 12. Oh, that's, that's a good, good start. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then I think what I was thinking about doing was starting... Um, with like a, a long run of 10 and then adding two each week mm. and seeing where that got me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, 
my my issue with this is that I'm just I don't enjoy running over two hours mm-hmm. and it's really hard on my body. So yes, I mean is. I really mm-hmm. need to be I want to make sure that I can get through the I, I think I can get through the marathon with Kelly um not training quite as intensely as she ca- is. Mm-hmm. Um but I but I need to be able to go the distance and have my pep and all that and not I mean I want you know, if one of us is going to be hurting, it should be her because <laughs> yes. I want to be able to, to cheer her on and, and, you know, and keep her going and stuff. Yeah. So I need to train enough so that I'm able to do that, but not so much that, um, you know, I re-injure my hamstring or something like that, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So you need to be judicious and smart about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I just kind of play it by ear. I mean, you know, I, I send Kelly a workout or I send her a week every week. So, I mean, this is the first week where I'm like, okay, she's going 14 this weekend. I could probably go, you know, between 12 and 14. So, mm-hmm. but starting at 10 is a good idea too. <laughs> <laughs> You're so talented. You can do a podcast while talking out both sides of your mouth at once. Exactly. exactly. Um, so, and do you suspect you're going to be taking some walk breaks in Philly or no? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're going to talk about this, but yeah, I mean, we are, she has been training her long runs with a six minute walk run and a one minute walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I anticipate will be somewhere around there in Philly. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, like I said, I think she's going to do really well in Montreal. I definitely think she'll get a, a PR. Nice. Um, I don't know by how much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that that's a really good strategy for, um, somebody who is unsure that they want to run the whole way or unsure if they, you know, I just think, what I think first time marathon, I think the word I think of is steady. Like mm-hmm. I just want people to be steady. I don't want people to, to go out so hard or, you know, go out too fast and then just hit a wall and just suffer for six oh, miles. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. mm-hmm. That would be me. That would be me on my first marathon. Yeah. It was yeah. big old suffer fest. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the run walk kind of self-regulates, right? I'm like, you know, every time I send her the long run information, I'm like, from the very first step, you're doing 6-1. We're not starting 6-1 at mile four when you start to feel tired. You know, we're starting at the beginning. Well, because I also think it's a, a mindset and that then that the walking doesn't seem defeatist. It's like, well, yeah. that's what I planned on doing. So, well, yeah. And I mean, her splits are, you know, very, very um, steady and good and faster than she's ever been, I think. So, oh, that's um, awesome. so I'm psyched for her. So, yeah. So, so I've also got that in the back of my head. I'm not saying it's not going to be easy going 26.2. is not easy, <laughs> whether you walk, running, going fast, slow, whatever it is, it's still going to be a long day for me, but I like those built-in walk breaks. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll let you know how my training goes. <laughs> I have to say, though, I, uh, you know, because when Saucony asked us to do 26 strong, you were like, yeah, sure, that sounds great. And I'm like thinking, wait a minute, I'm the marathoner here. And even I'm like, whoa, that's, we got to run 26.2 miles. So, I mean, um, my cadet, um, Allison, as we'll find out next week, is kind of thinking, you know, kind of a 430 marathon. And that'll be, um, hopefully that'll be a lot slower than what I run in Victoria um, about six weeks before that. But, I mean, still, I'm like, Oh yeah, I gotta go twenty six point two miles. So I think, you know, you can never underestimate how how long a marathon is. Oh no, for sure, for <laughs> sure. And um, and to be, you know, I was totally in because I love the spirit of it. I mean, mm-hmm. that is me in a nutshell. It's AMR in a nutshell. Like, oh my gosh, I can help somebody get their first goal, like mm-hmm. their first marathon. Like, of course I'm gonna help. Like, so that's. I mean, I didn't even think of the distance. I just thought of the opportunity to to give to one of yeah. our yeah. So um, so yeah. So that'll carry me a long way too. I mean, that's the thing is that <laughs> you know being with her and seeing her do it is get, will give me energy for sure. 
So. Oh, yeah, because you, you, I, I know you look back incredibly fondly on helping Cynthia Vissers through the Zuma Annapolis half marathon. And that was, oh, you know. It's, uh, honestly, if you've never done that and it's something that, like, piques your interest, if you feel like, you know, oh, I really like to see what it would be like to help somebody. I mean, you know, if you can just just give you know, take away your ego because it's not about you and it's not mm-hmm. about your splits or your finishing time and mm-hmm. just go and run with that person and chat and cheer them on. I mean, I remember it so fondly and so well, um, mm-hmm. compared to a lot of races that I've just run solo just to see what I could oh, do. I know. So. You were, you were so giddy and gleeful after that one. I mean, you were just kind of on a, on a high for a couple of days after that seemed like. Almost like I ran 19 miles this morning, right? <laughs> I'm keeping. I haven't done the uh huh thing. I haven't chatted too much. <laughs> no, I'm just, just watch out, Trader Joe's. If I stop there on the way home, I'm going to chat with every guy there. <laughs> um, well, so what? And so, how are you folding in your Ragnar training into marathon training? So, um, well, that's an interesting question. So, I, um, as I alluded to earlier on last Saturday, I did uh, double workouts. I did two runs. The first of which I did with one of our Ragnar teammates who lives on the other side of the river in Portland, which Portland listeners know means that she lives on the other side of the world. Um, but, uh, uh, so she was kind enough to drive over and go. We went running in my neighborhood and we had to, oh goodness, run um, six two minute intervals on a grassy field. And it was so sunny and so hot and woo. And we had to, I think, do five, run 5K feel. So don't, didn't worry about the pace, didn't, didn't look down, you know, at my soleus. And um, it was just like, oh my goodness, it was very challenging with little, you know, and then uh, two minutes of recovery in between. And so did that. And I was just drenched in sweat after that one. So took a shower, but got immediately changed into another clean running outfit because I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get, get in the game and be ready to go. And so Brie wanted there to be at least four hours in between the two runs. Um, so it was interesting. I went to, uh, as a side note, went to Trader Joe's and, uh, wearing my skirt and, um, a tank top, but then had our, I am stronger than I thought shirt on over, over it. And uh, while I was putting the groceries away in the back of the minivan, a gentleman came up to me and he said, so how do you know you're stronger than you thought? (laughs) And the question really caught me off guard. And I was like, uh, well, I did um, six times two minutes on a grassy field this morning. <laughs> like, like, what's that? I was such a nerd. And then I said, and I ran a really good 17-miler on Wednesday. And, then, and he's like, oh, that's great. Congratulations. As he walked off, I thought, wait, I've got more. <laughs> wait, I'm just started. I'm just started my athletic resume. Do you want to hear about my head of the Charles in 1992? <laughs> right. Let me call up my Strava and read off some more workouts to you. So uh, so I am wearing that shirt again today that I am stronger than I thought. So that's good post-run shirt. It is, it is, it is. is. So, um, so did that and then ran, um, a four mile run in the afternoon and it was, oh, again, so hot and sunny. Well, so Sarah, now, um, I'm just wondering what time are you starting these runs? I mean, because most, again, you know, if you're a cubicle jockey or someone who has like a two and four year old at home, you're getting up, like it's hot, but it's not, you know, I I started, no, we started it on, uh, today we started at six, and uh-huh. so, I mean, I was home, you know, by a little after nine and, um, but it was, it's just, it's just the sun. It's just com- the sun in Portland. We don't get it. <laughs> it does. It, it comes up really early. It comes up earlier here than it does. Um, well, I don't know. It just, we just have long days and it, the sun just felt super duper hot. And, um, 
And yeah, we, we are not used to, I just read in the paper, we've had our 16th day of over 90 degrees yesterday was, and that's very unusual. Um, that is Pacific Northwest yeah. standards. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So to, to get back to your question, how am I preparing for Ragnar? I know I have another double on Saturday. I have not yet looked at it. Um, I mean, I'm definitely not gonna, I don't think I'm going to be racing, racing Ragnar. Like I'm not going to run that 11.4 unless Bree tells me differently. I don't think I'm going to be running it at, um, you know, I don't know, half marathon pace. I would think I'll probably be running it at marathon pace, but I think, mm-hmm. that, I think that's my third leg. So oh, <laughs> real kicking the, kicking the Get gut ready. right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, my, my heart kind of hurt. I saw, you know, the race ends in Napa. And I mean, the pictures from the New York Times of the, you know, the damage, the earthquake damage in downtown oh, Napa. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Because I, yeah. I was just in Napa for when uh, I was at Zuma. And gosh, I had never, you know, I've been to, I ran the Napa Valley Marathon, but somehow I missed going to downtown Napa. And what a charming, charming town. I will not elaborate about the brick buildings, Dimity, but um, just super pretty and lovely restaurants. And I just, you know, so now I'm like, oh, that's going to be kind of sad. And, and we're spending the night after the race in Vallejo. And I think there was damage in Vallejo. And so. Oh, is that a restaurant that we're going to? The is that restaurant damaged? we are going. Um, you know, I have I have yet to look that up. I, cer- I certainly will look that up. It is um, uh, Uva. Um, which means grape in Spanish. Um, uh-huh. which I knew I, you were going to throw that in, too. Which I, I got I to gotta say, oh, my goodness, John, yesterday, this is a total side note. He said to me that he had, he basically was describing that he had acid reflux. And he said, oh, and it really burned my uvula. And I'm like, okay, what child knows that that little thing that dangles in the back of your mouth is Dang. called that? And yeah, it, yeah. And I think they, that's because it's hang like grapes. So, you know, uh UVA. So yeah, that's where I think the origin of that word is. Um yeah, just just throwing that out there. Good. good. Well, so while you're talking about the I am stronger than I shot thought shirt, mm-hmm. I remembered I wanted to mention. So we're back at the uh children's hospital round one, the first urgent care. Mm-hmm. Um, we're leaving and this lady goes, one of the nurses goes, wait, didn't you write a book about running? No way. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Like, cause I, if you're, you know, careful listeners will remember back to when I had my like fibroid incident and, um, and I came back here and I had to go to the emergency room cause I thought I had blood clots. Mm-hmm. That nurse that helped me knew the books and, um, and then, and now this nurse did, I'm like, oh my gosh, I should just make like the, the urgent care rounds around here. <laughs> Run like a nurse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, wow. so and Amelia just rolled her eyes like, God, mom, here I am, like totally heard, and it's about Mother Runner again. <laughs> That's amazing. Had she read the book, or she just knew about it? Or? Yeah, yeah, she had actually she'd done the skirt sports, um, the skirt chaser 5K, mm-hmm. and I we had been there, um, or I had been there, I guess, signing books. So that's how she remembered it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and you are yeah. a little distinctive looking, so <laughs> yeah. <A> little. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you stick out in a crowd, so she that's why she remembered you. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I alluded to earlier that, uh, I did some drills after I got back. So are you, even though you're not going to be being coached, Dimity, are you still going to do some of the drills that you learned about from Brie and all those things? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I mean, I was thinking this morning, I've got a, it's just, so, um, I know we've talked about this ad nauseum, but finishing the book, like I just got, everything kind of got thrown off. So I usually go to Pilates twice a club, twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think I've finally set it up. I think next week will be the first time I've been twice in, 
uh, gosh, at least six weeks, if not more. Oh, wow. I mean, my back is definitely feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, that was a book that was school. That was swim meets. It's all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was thinking though today, um, I think I might go like set up a little fun circuit one day and invite my friend at the gym. Um, just do, uh, I'll see about jumping rope. Cause that is so freaking hard. Jumping rope is really hard. Oh, it's incredibly taxing. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, if I could do a circuit with like one minute of jumping rope and then like push ups, planks, you know, squats, lunges, just the, mm-hmm. you know, the general basic one oh ones, you know, do that for, I mean, I think 20 minutes would be really hard. I think half an hour would probably kick my ass. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm thinking about doing, I mean, I just, I want to do something a little different on the, on my off days. Uh-huh. Um, you know, cause I'm not, I like, I, I'm like Kelly, I can run kind of three days a week. I'm not interested in sitting on my bike trainer, the pool, our master's pool. Oh, there's a master's workout up at our neighborhood pool on Tuesday and Thursday mornings, but that's now done as the summer's winding down. Mm. And the cesspool over at 24 hour fitness <laughs> is actually being remodeled. So I'm hoping fingers crossed that we got something good coming up. And so that's going to be, um, kind of early September. So I don't know. I'm thinking, um, I'm like running three days a week for sure. Maybe like a jump rope circuit one day mm-hmm. and maybe a spinning class. Or oh, wait, uh, actually, like, how about your orange thing? Orange theory fitness. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how I about your it? orange is the new black workout where <laughs> yeah, you run from cell to cell. Right. <laughs> um, so I, um, actually signed up for that. Uh, they opened one in our neighborhood, um, super close, oh, nice. uh, probably not even so in my mind i'm really good at creating workouts in my mind it's just a matter of executing them that it's the problem you're like austin, my, i can see you like austin powers like yes yes <laughs> i will do that i lie in bed and like see my roots and then you know and then it's up you know it's a 50 50 that's, that's, that's what i did last night i we molly and i i thought we had agreed on a route for today and then I went back and reread the work. I'm like, oh, it's supposed to be rolling terrain. We have like no rolling terrain here. So then that's how I put myself to sleep last night was by, you know, like daydreaming about the different routes we could do. So there you go. There you go. Um, I watched Freaks and Geeks last night. Oh, I love that show. Yeah, yeah, I've been rewatch. I have been rewatching uh, the first season of Veronica Mars. As long as we're talking about kind of cult hit teen TV shows, so have I don't you? Think I've, I've never seen that. Oh, no. it's with Kristen Bell, who plays Anna in Frozen. It is so good. Wait, but is is isn't it about it? So Veronica she's a, Mars. She's a the teen. Mars thing. She's a she teen detective. No, 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 no. Oh. She's a she's a teen detective, and um, in a southern california town and her dad used to be the sheriff and her best friend got murdered and so there's the kind of like the extended story arc is figuring out who killed her best friend but each week there's a little um you know new mini mystery and it's a high school drama and i love high school dramas so <laughs> i am i am one time my uh good friend courtney was like sarah what's up with you and like tv shows that are set in high school like you're a grown-up now and i'm like oh no but i still love them so much because you peaked that was your happiest time of your life that's it like was. uh it seriously i mean megan my older sister is always like i peaked too early she peaked in like you know seventh grade when all the boys loved her <laughs> seventh and eighth grade she's like i was like i peaked too early and so you peaked in high school and now you want to go have back I, and revisit it it's have okay. i have i admitted that on the podcast that my junior and senior years were my probably the happiest years of my life if i told or did i not i I don't know i mean i just know that about you from hanging out with you yeah 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 so i just thought maybe if i had not admitted it on the podcast um i mean i i do give the caveat except for the fact that i didn't know jack and i didn't have my kids 
kids, but those. Well, two... um, thank God you didn't know Jack or have your kids when you were a junior in high school. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, it was very idyllic. So um, so yeah, there maybe there is some truth to your theory there that uh, you know I want to relive it, but I just also. I don't know. It's hard for me to accept that I'm in my 40s and sometimes I'm just like, oh, I could like hang with, you know, Veronica and Logan. No problem. <laughs> yeah, sure you could. Sure you could. So anyway, so so here I am watching Freaks and Geeks to fall asleep last night. It was a weird, weird night around the Davis household for whatever reason. And so, um, so then... Uh, what was I? Oh, so I was thinking, oh, I was thinking about other things. Oh, you were, oh, okay. Total like roundabout, <laughs> yes. but the workout that I'm thinking about doing, but so this orange theory mm-hmm. doesn't open until early October. They have not, they, it's a soft launch of early mm-hmm. October, meaning like October 1st, October 12th, like who knows, you know? And, oh, and that's, um, and they, that's being optimistic. I mean, when it doesn't open until November 15th, I, you heard it here first, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. So I decided not to invest in, um, the other location just because, um, you know, I pay for Pilates classes and paying for a coach and just, it gets obviously very expensive, Mm -hmm. adds up quickly. So, um, so I didn't do that. So I have, so I'm taking a break from that, but the workout that I want to do Mm -hmm. once a week, and in addition to my jump rope circuit, (laughs) um, is, uh, is run there, um, and then do the workout and then run home. And I think the run is, I, I can't imagine it's more than two miles. It might be a little more, but like oh, two I and a half, to, maybe. I got to tell you, Tim. So I did that. Has also been the, a new thing in the training plan, which is to last week. So I go, I take that bar inspired class at the refinery here in Portland, and I um, last week had to run four miles afterward. And so Molly takes the class too, and so she drove me there, and then I, you know, didn't have my car up there. And then this week it was run two miles before and two miles after. So the refinery is exactly two miles from my driveway. It was just a thing of beauty. But then, oh my goodness, when we left the class, it was a class that was very intensive uh, glute and uh, quad work. Mm-hmm. we were molly and i are both running down the street and i'm thinking i am standing still like i am just not moving at all and i'm like molly do you feel like you're not going anywhere she's like could we be going any slower <laughs> <laughs> and it was just i was like i feel like so geriatric like i'm just taking just shuffling down this street and then about a half mile our legs had kind of worked themselves out, but you know, we were not setting any land speed record. Sure. sure. Well, that's, well, that, there you go. That's, that's a little bit like, you know, getting off the bike to run on a, in a triathlon. Uh-huh, like, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Brie had put, um, for my last week of workouts. So the week after Pike's Peaks, I did Pike's Peak on a Saturday, uh-huh. the following Saturday, she was like, Oh yeah, do an hour bike ride, whatever. And then, and then do 20 minute run. And I just looked, I was like, no effing way am I doing that. <laughs> I, I have Why? got nothing to prove right now. She's yeah. like, hello brick. I'm like, Shut the door on the brick. Not doing it. Throw the brick through a window. Where... Exactly. So I did. I did go ride my bike outside, which I have not done at oh. all this year, and so wow. that was really fun. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, you still have your amazing tan on your back. So is that like from the pool, or I just that's always... from that's from you know living just at five thousand being... feet. The Greek goddess Demetrius that I am, <laughs> just have the olive skin. Um, that's from yes, that's from you know skin cancer that I'm gonna get in five years because of being at too many swim meets. Oh, so. uh huh, huh. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. 
So, well, I think we ought to wrap this podcast up. Although I think you and I could, I, I know I could chat for a whole nother. Keep going. I know, Sarah. Goes, just, that's, we're only at mile nine. Man. We got 10 to go. Like a mo- Molly left me at mile, you know, 10. I got, I got nine more miles of chatting to do. That is true. I know. I know. Well, yeah, no, this has been really fun. And yeah, I mean, obviously like the takeaway, cause I always have to have a takeaway, right? Oh yeah. That, you got to you know, wrap it up, wrap it up. Got to wrap it up in a nice, you know, in a nice little um, Bo. saran wrap, you know, cause we're back to school. So we're thinking containers, but no saran wrap because that's not good for the environment. Yeah, because you can't reuse it. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, you can't. Um, anyway, no, but, you know, we're both going to get through Philadelphia. We're both taking, obviously, very different approaches. And um, and that's the beauty of running is that you can, you know, be all hardcore at times. And then you can, you know, let it let it wane a little bit and you're still going to mm-hmm. have some success. So, yeah, yeah I like yeah. that. Yeah. So, and one thing I did want to remind people of is that we have – um, we're going to have uh, ultra runner author, professor, Rachel tour, um, that's T O O R on our um, podcast, which is going to air on September 13th. And that is the first installment of the another mother runner reading slash running book club. And so the, her, um, novel, it, which just came out is on the road to find out it's a YA novel about a high school senior taking up running while navigating the gauntlet of college admissions. YA meaning young adult. I don't young think adult knows that. Oh uh, come on! In this, in this day of divergent and you know the Hunger Games, everybody knows what YA is. Um, so yeah, so we so if people want to join in and read that novel, then uh, we will be asking questions from listeners on our Facebook page on Tuesday, September 9th. So gosh, that gives people about a little less than two weeks to read the novel. And I, I, it's, it's not all, all that long. So, and also maybe it'd be a fun thing um, to read with, if you have a high schooler or maybe a mature junior high student, um, the, the daughter or son could read it as well. So I'm not, I'm not giving it to Amelia. She's going to start crying about cross country more. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a wise Well, and She's not quite ready to read a book like that. I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, but also, yes, we're just, mm-hmm. we're keeping running off the table mm-hmm. as oh, much as that, we can. That, so must be, that must be tough in the Davis household. I know. I know. It's so funny because I, you know, I mean, I, well, who knows? I mean, she like I said, she did one workout, so we'll see. I mean, when they got up to three and four mile runs, I don't know how much she would have loved it, but uh-huh. you uh-huh. never know. Well, and maybe now I'll make her hunger for it and then she'll be really eager to do it and who sure. knows yeah well so sure. uh, i know that, that all the listeners and and i are sending amelia very good vibes for this after and you uh for this afternoon and her her x-ray and, <laughs> and more yeah yeah so all right so our facebook page is run like a mother the book our websites are anothermotherrunner.com and motherrunnerstore.com on twitter and instagram we are at the mother runner our existing our two books that are already out there in the world are run like a mother and train like a mother and you can pre-order our third mm-hmm. book which you and i just found out from you found out from somebody on twitter didn't you dimity <laughs> i think it, someone mentioned it somewhere or, yeah. yeah i don't know but I, I hadn't known that i was like oh i'll check it out but it's there it's on amazon tales yeah. from another mother runner uh-huh. is on amazon so if you need to order it because it says that the launch date is march 3rd so oh, um, day before my birthday <laughs> good because we as we noted yesterday you're almost coming up on your half, half birthday. birthday yeah, yeah because all 40 something celebrate their half birthday <laughs> so um so uh no matter what races you're doing this fall many happy miles to you